Previously on Roll for Initiative. After making quick work of Isola and her Myrmidon minion, Zimner and Zara loot the equipment and research and development tents in the Chaos Armory, while Aryan and Leon help Jaeger finish off the last of the cultists. The group elects to leave only a few cultists alive to send the message and Isola's head to Varro that they are coming for him next. As the Keepers and Jaeger regroup, they realize that their plan may put Rosaline and her tavern in danger. Not wasting a moment, they all rush back to the Hunter's Brew to find an Earth Elemental and a few cultists standing out front. Without hesitation, they open fire, only to send the Elemental smashing back into the tavern. Jaeger, in an effort to keep more innocent deaths from occurring, reveals his true angelic form and rushes past everyone else into the tavern, smashing the elemental and healing the individual who had been squashed by the mound of dirt and stone. Now our adventurers start to see the consequences of their actions in this week's episode of Roll for Initiative. Is anybody opposed to just jump cutting? No. Nope. Not particularly. Do it. Okay. Um, so last, said that shit. last session we ended with Rosaline stammering and not knowing what to say. Um, and what ended up happening throughout the, the rest of that night, uh, there, there were several things. First, after Jaeger used the spell Raise Dead to bring back the lowly commoner that got smashed by y'all's decisions, Jaeger walked around to each of you, healed you up from the massive amount of fighting that you had done, and then just disappeared without a word. Um, like how disappeared? Like... Counterspell. Like gone, disappeared. Who did? Um, Jaeger did. Counterspell. Oh, he just left? Okay. Yeah, and the entirety of that time while he was healing you up, he was not speaking, he had a grim expression on his face, and then uh, was, just left. He's gonna tell the kind of thing where he... Mom walked outside the tavern, there was a brief flash of light, and when you followed him out there, he was gone. Then, Rosaline eventually broke out of the trance um, that she was in, and started to tear up a little bit, asked everyone to leave the tavern, not the four of you, the everyone, like all of the patrons, asked them to leave the tavern because she was going to have to shut it down for a couple of days to make repairs. She did ask if you all would stay and help with those repairs, stay behind and help with that. Um, and then she just kind of went to bed after making the request and didn't really wait for an answer um, to give you guys some time to think about if you wanted to stay behind for a couple of days and work on repairing the tavern. And then you all went up to your rooms and began to divvy out the loot from the fight and discuss amongst yourselves what it was that your your plan is moving forward if you're going to stay for a little bit and help her out or if you're just going to abandon ship and move on to your next mission point what is the i suppose you guys could probably rp that bit if you wanted um right, so or you could just decide as a group i don't care how you do it but if you want to have a little rp conversation you're welcome to all right so here's everybody's ship this does everything mm. and I've identified everything so far. Whoa. Anything else? So what should we do next? That was kind of a crazy fight, right? 
As much as I have enjoyed Rosaline's hospitality, I think we should just leave her with a monetary sum I'm before okay leaving. Leon, I don't think we should just I disagree. Yeah, That's I mean, what I was rightfully thinking. so. Leon, what do you feel is more important? Rebuilding the tavern of rebuilding the tavern, or saving the world? Thus technically saving the tavern and giving her enough money to even improve on the tavern while we are away literally stopping the end of the world. The tavern. That's what I thought. Okay. What would you say if I told you that among some research that I picked up in Riverton they're actually starting to experiment the cult of chaoses with god melons. I would like to deceive him. Good luck. This neighbor is super insightful, but Can yeah, I? go ahead and roll deception. Okay, well... That's a 27, my friend. Oh. Versus... I think... A 7. Well, I think hold I on a sec, because... I think I'm gonna give you advantage because you are probably very ear-to-the-ground on... On the Watermelon stuff, the because that's your job. That was a 19. So, uh, yes, you, you do think that Zimner is telling the truth that Godder melons are being produced there. Um, I'm excited to see the unintended consequences of Zimner lying to Leon and then Leon realizing that there are no Godder melons there and then exacting his revenge on Zimner. Huh, I will definitely take that. Uh, okay. I wonder if Zimner even thought about that. No, he didn't. Kind of like the elemental uh, thing. Nope. I mean, I did. I thought about it. For, for like a split second, then I, <laughs> I push it into the back of my mind. Just all the all the consequences are in a box. <laughs> I put that box inside of another box inside my mind, and tuck it away for a later date. Eventually, they will show up, but we're going to pretend like they don't ever yeah. until they do not, and then we will have what to deal with it. Even so, a couple of days won't make a difference. Are you We've, sure? Because he warned Itar. Oh, fuck, not at all. <laughs> Varo. Varo. Varo knows we're coming now. So, I mean, we've kind of been uh, going hams, just full ham this last, like, few weeks. I mean, we could take a little bit of a break. Zara, what do you think? Oh, um, I think it's better if we leave now. Flip of a coin? You guys feel so strongly, you can go ahead. Leon, <laughs> we will die. <laughs> yeah, we need everybody. We need you. Well then, we might have to suck it up and stay then. Leon, those watermelons could be smashed for all we know. How about we give it a week? A week? Yeah. You realize how far of a journey is it to Riverton, DM? Here are, there's kind of three different routes that you could take, and they're a little bit, I guess, dependent upon certain outcomes. So the fastest route would be to just go straight for the Caldena Stream, and ride that to Riverton. Mm -hmm. That would take four days Holy to get there. Shit. But if that, you would have to like, there would have to be a boat near like where you guys show up on the riverbed to for you to hop on the boat and go. If you showed up to the river and there wasn't a boat, it would then take you nine days to just follow the stream to Riverton. So it basically doubles the That's the fine. time, the travel time. The other route that you could take that is longer than if there is a boat, but shorter than if there isn't a boat, um, is to take basically the same route that you guys took from Sartory to Swinemouth, but, but 
before getting to Sartree, you make a turn and just follow the road the whole mm-hmm. way to Riverton. Yes. Um, and that would take seven days. Um, I will also give you the information that the cultist that you made poop himself is probably going on foot. Yeah, that's fine. So but you will have a little bit we of have time. time. It's yeah. like he already knows. Yes. Yeah. At the bare minimum, so, a week of him just full-on sprinting, trying to get there before yes. you guys. You all realize, Arian, a week is an insane amount of time. We would still lose that time. Vara would still have, because it takes, at, if we take a week, So you're saying leave, strike while the iron's hot? Yes, just fucking, if we can catch up with that cultist and kill him so he doesn't warn Varro, I mean, that would be the amazing. intentions were I understand the intentions. Intimidate, okay. I feel, I still feel a week is like too long. Four okay, days? Four, four days. days. Leona, you okay with that? Four days. Uh, we're going to cut a body for four more days. And how about, We can probably fix the tavern in four days. Yeah, and we can still leave her with some monetary... We gave her I a agree. suit of armor. An enchanted suit of armor. The studded leather one. That's correct. You know? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. Okay. What do we want to do? We're going to stay here for a few days, and then we'll head out. Four days okay with you, Leon? Zara? Mm-hmm. that and made a decision. Now I think we're just going to, like, OOC, explain level up, because that happened between sessions, and also new magic items that you guys got from that raid, because <laughs> you guys got a lot of new magic items, and... Uh, so roll for initiative to see who gets to go first. I'm kidding. With you my initiative roll, or... Natural 20. Arian's initiative roll. shit? Okay, uh, <laughs> 21, actually. I got a 3,000, because I'm really quick in real life. You're, you're not. I'm With mods, a 19. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really 20. don't care. Uh, we'll With just mods. go, uh, since you're all seated at a semi-circular table, we'll just go uh, in clockwise fashion. So we'll start with Leon. Through this fight, I... I got brutal critical. <laughs> yeah. Which does harder. So I, whenever I crit, I can roll an extra damage dice. Good. Yes. Bang, bang. And then magic items from you? I, I have a, a half plate set of armor that has resistance to fire, cold, or necrotic, depending on what mood I'm in. JP, what'd you get for level up and yes. magic items? Because I think so, you got a pretty hefty chunk of magic items from that bit. I mean, I got like two. Um, I think. Yeah, I got two because Arian got the other ones. Yeah. Um, so, level two. up. I got six more hit points. Lovely. I. Uh, am I. Which voice am I talking in right now? I don't give a fuck. I no, I, not, even in, not even Zimner. I'm talking in Zimner's voice. Um, that was not Zimner's That wasn't Zimner's voice? No, voice? Okay. that was some okay. hybrid. Whatever. Um, so I got six more hit points. That's fun. My song of rest is increased because my magical power is just wonderful and oozing from me now. So instead of a d6 added to my comrades and myself, mainly myself, hit points, now when we take a short rest, I can get a d8. I got a flame tongue scimitar, which is fun. I'm 
gonna be using that for my main hand now. And I also got a new breastplate of resistance, just like Leon's, have resistance to cold lightning or poison damage. So that is pretty cool. Um, I also got a couple new spells from the level up. I traded out my Phantasmal Force spell because I have yet to use it on an enemy. Then I, uh, I traded that out for two fifth level spells actually. I got one for my level up. I got uh, Synaptic Static for my level up and then I traded uh, Phantasmal Force for Scrying. Arian, what'd you get? Eli Arian. Um, I got a few things, but a bit beefier in the health points category. Um, I got another fourth level spell slot, which is dope. I got a new fifth level spell, and we are kind of doing a thing with Arian in that there are some spells out there that are very fitting for a storm sorcerer, but are not on the sorcerer spell list. So we are tweaking the list slightly. So I took Maelstrom as my fifth level spell instead of like some other. The only other one that was kind of sorcerer based is I'm picking all my spells off of storm relation. It was, it's like gust of wind or something insane like that. It's like big, big boy hours wind control. Um, I got two new magic items. Now I'm max attuned with a ring of arc lightning, which I can burn charges from it to arc lightning from target to target. And then the other is a plus one pearl of power, so I have an additional fourth level spell slot or lower. For, I gotta use an action to do it, but I get that. Okay, I got eight more HP, and then I got an armor of multi-resistance, which, like, my available types are lightning, acid, or radiance, I think is how I pronounce that, instead of radiant or whatever. And then I got a hand axe of lightning, which is basically where... Um, I throw it and I say a command word and then it turns into a bolt of lightning that's five feet wide and then whoever it hits gets four d sixes of damage. So I forgot I got a dagger of lightning too. Oh yeah. So. Whoops. Caitlin, did you explain what you got for level? My weapons are fucking insane. Mm -hmm. I see my HP, but I haven't done a level up thing. I think you've still got I think uh, I think you got was indomitable. Oh yeah, ninth level you should get indomitable. Okay. I, I just asked that. Well, I'm an you said idiot. it was 11th level. Oh, I'm an idiot, so... I know. What does that do? Indomitable oh, lets you So if you fail a saving throw, you can expend your use of Indomitable, and you're going to be like, I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. But you then do. you have to use the new roll. You have to use the new roll. It's so not if you, like... If you roll worse, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. But... But it gives you a second chance. Yeah. It's pseudo-advantage yeah. after the fact. Treat this similar to downtime, but it's basically just going to be um, a set of like checks for you all to make to try to repair um, the tavern. Enter montage of us being a fun family fixing this hole. Yeah, and I think that it'll probably be a bunch of probably we'll do some strength checks. We'll do some intelligence checks. <laughs> um, Don't ask me on those ones. <laughs> What's I inspire up, all of them once per day since I have five charges of inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. <laughs> you can inspire yourself too, right? Nope. That's I, dumb. I, I understand. So 
give me a, just sure wonderful a moment here to pull up the stat block that I had made for Rosaline because she is helping. The tavern is totally shut down for the four days that you guys are working on this. I think what we'll do is every day, everyone is going to make both a strength and an athletics check. I no, athletics. And strength and, a, and an intelligence check. I We have to make both? Yeah. All of us have to make both? Every day. Okay, I am going to... Then every day I am twin casting in large on Leon and I whenever that happens, so we have that's advantage awesome. on that check. Okay, that's yeah, awesome. that's totally fine. Um, so I'm going to keep track of, like, how these checks do. Let's make strength checks first, folks. Hey, you got advantage on it. Yeah, yeah. So let's so just go around the table. Strength check for day one. Hey, don't we all Not just do it at okay. the same time? Strength check? Okay, 21. What the 19. Shit? A 16. 15. Okay. Well, I got a 21 from Zara and then was not able to track after that because I have your names in alphabetical order. So, Aryan. Uh, 19. Leon. 16. And Zimner. 15. Okay. Um, Rosaline got an 8. <laughs> Intelligence checks from everyone. You have inspiration. Use it. Aryan. 19. Leon. 16. Use that. Zimner. You're not going to get it otherwise. You have to use on one of these two rolls. Like, just use it anyway. Yeah. 19. Because every, every day you will have okay. inspiration to use where you choose yes. to use it. Yes. I have a 17. Uh, 17 from Zimner and Zara. 12. Um, second day, strength checks. We have advantage again. Jamie. Oh, wow. Oh, holy shit. I'm Arian. Well. 16. Leon? 17. Zimner? Uh, 19. And Zara? 20. Intelligence checks. Uh, Arian? 11. Leon? 27. Uh, Zimner? 8. And Zara? 13. I will say that Rosaline also rolled a natural 20 and rolled max on the inspiration die for the intelligence check that day. Oh. So that's what, 29? 20, 28, because she has Minus a, plus, one. a plus zero to intelligence. Uh, third day, strength. Um, Aryan. 20! Leon. 17. Zimner. 15. And Zara. 7. Intelligence checks? Uh, Aryan. Uh, 12. Leon. 20. Zimner. 6. <laughs> Oof. Uh, and Zara. That one. What's, what's <laughs> your, your modifier for, for intelligence? Plus zero. Did you roll this? So it's just the a first one. Check. Oh, okay. Yeah. Solid. Zara was not feeling good that day or something. No. We are really bad at uh, Strength <laughs> check for the last day. Okay, uh, Orion. 22. Leon. 16. Zimner. 4. <laughs> Zara. 5. <laughs> oh my goodness. We were up in the rafters. Uh, intelligence. Orion. 12. Leon. 15. Zimner. 13. And Zara. 10. The final average scores. Uh, for strength, it was a 15, and this was averaged across all of you and all four of the rolls that each of you had. Um, and the average 
final score for intelligence was a 13. Add away. Um, your individual scores, if you're interested, are in. Your average strength was a 19. Your average intelligence was a 13. Leon had the best, like, average numbers, like, in terms of the way they looked of the whole group. Um, average strength of 16. Average intelligence of 20. Um, Zimner, <laughs> average strength of 13. Uh, average intelligence of 11. Had a kid. Zara, average strength of 13. Average intelligence of 9. <sighs> and then Rosaline <laughs> had an average strength of 12 and an average intelligence of 14. Um, oh. And that... 14 came from a 28 that she rolled that was offset by a 10 and 8 that followed. Mm. So my strength is 12 and my intelligence is 10, so it's not far off. Yeah, not far off of your actual ability score, which is so weird that that actually like that that kind of popped up the way that it did there. My intelligence is 8, so my intelligence yeah. my strength is 8. It's because of the bardic inspiration I think that helped some as yeah. well. Damn straight. So don't say I'm useless. I will say that the way in which you all rebuilt this tavern um, spent quite a large amount of time working outside over the course of these couple of days, um, rebuilding the, the massive hole in the wall, this what is essentially like a, a 10 foot by 10 foot gaping hole of wall that has been obliterated. You had to tear apart pieces of the wall that like to get to where you could have good studs good places to drive into some of the boards that had been smashed inwards were were broken part way into the board so like obviously that would be a board you would have to remove from the wall to put a new one on the wall that would be usable so that's partly why it took you guys several days the first couple of days was a lot of like damage control removing all of the garbage that was there and then trying to find the wood that you needed and then the next couple of days were like legitimately rebuilding the the wall you had to like basically put up a couple of studs as well because some had been annihilated as the earth elemental went through um and by the end you were able to make something that would hold would keep the weather out um the warmth in in the winter it is something that not necessarily the best carpenter's job or house builder's job but a decent one it's something that walking by you can definitely tell that all of that section of wall is new and you'll be able to tell for quite a while but it wasn't terrible in terms of like the construction of it throughout the building process can i try to secretly tag one of the um one of the boards like on the inside of a wall with just like an excess I would say that, no, like during that if that was process. a motivation of, of Zinner, I'm sure that he could probably do that at some point. Okay. Guys, it was one spell. Okay, I tried to kill it from its mind, but it was just all pebbles in there. I couldn't couldn't do it. Just fruity pebbles inside of that thing's mind. I don't even know what this thing is. <laughs> that earth elemental that smashed through the hole in the wall? Uh, yeah. That. I um, ended up scaring it, though. I just don't associate fruity pebbles with earth elementals. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I would really either. Um, I don't quite get the analogy. That yeah. much. I get the word pebbles. But yeah, what are fruity pebbles? Uh, fruity pebbles are, it's a delicacy of usually earth elementals where you squeeze fruit juice into pebbles and then they just, they just, you know, kind of munch on them. And they add it to, the, to themselves and they shit out a big brick. The power All right. of bards, people. Rosaline, we thank you for your 
Uh, what's the word? I don't know. Hospitality? That's yes. the one. That's the word I'm looking Leon for. Leon has been in such a better mood since he met you. I'm, I'm so thankful. Maybe you just uh, needed to get laid. Um, so Leon is not in the room at this point. <laughs> no, I'm going to say he probably wasn't while Zimner was saying this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because yeah, well, Leon is just going to R. say goodbye. Guys, we still haven't got the cart back yet. Oh, fuck. We left the cart. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> It'll be right there. It'll be fine. We're, are our horses still here? Yeah. yeah, you guys still have your horses. All right, let's, yeah. let's just go. You've been tying them up out back behind the, the tavern every night. We'll be off, Rosaline. Yeah, thanks for uh, helping me rebuild the mess that y'all made. Uh, you know, anytime you guys happen to be passing through or something, uh, you're welcome to stop in free of charge. Um, Zimner, I know you're wanting to say something right now. I no, can just, I'm fine. I can sense it. <laughs> I'm wonderful. Do you want to? Do you want to say it? Whatever okay. it is you're that you're a, thinking to yourself, it's probably absolutely disgusting. You're a lovely human, Rosalind. Your insight is terribly low. You wouldn't be able to to discern. To discern Get the hell out of my tavern. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> on my way out, I give Leon one little slap on the ass. Go get him. <laughs> Don't worry, Rosaline. We will, we'll find your brother. Uh, thank you, Aryan. That, that means, means a lot. Okay. Um, so I'll catch up with you guys in a moment. I came back. Oh shit! Sorry. Can you think about what your brother looked like real fast? <laughs> and I detect thoughts. What you see is a lean tall human man similar to Rosaline herself um, in terms of appearance. He's got brown hair instead of the blonde hair that she's got. His face is uh, freckled just a little bit. And he also has um, green eyes like she does. So that's, All right. that's the kind of the image that you, you get. Alright, so he looks like this, right? And I fleck, I just shake my arms out and I look like Roland. Really I look like so, the man that I saw. Yeah, that's what he looks like. I'm not gonna lie, it's still creepy that you can kind of just do that on command. I turn, um, yeah. I turn into Rosaline. I know, right? That is just the weirdest shit. Can you please stop and just get the hell out of my tavern? Turn to Leon. Why is she so hostile? I turn into Leon and wink at her. Oh, I'm and uncomfortable. Then, and then I turn back to Zimmer and walk out. Oh my goodness. Two luck points. Two luck points for just the... Fuckery. Yes, the fuckery. Everyone has left the tavern but Leon. Uh, and it's just Leon and, and Rosaline now. What's the special goodbye that you have envisioned, sir? <laughs> well, he has a lovely bracelet. Oh, yes. I remember this. That he is intending on giving her. Yeah. How do you how do you present this to her? Like, what's the what's the speech that you're giving or, like, the, the background to this? That you're oh, like, that's... here's a thing that... I want to give you. But, just point of clarification, that smack on the ass was inspiration for you. There that's, you go. that's what I assumed it was, yeah. I've enjoyed your company. I, I've enjoyed it too. Uh, I'm glad you got my brother's stone, because um, it'll be useful to keep in touch that way. And I got something for you. You did? Pulls out bracelet. Yes. Attempts um, to put it on her. You you pull it out and you start putting it on her wrist and she goes, uh, I, I, I don't know uh, what what to say. 
thank you. Um, wow. Can I kiss you? Does not respond. Just kisses her instead. I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yes. Of you are like walking back toward where you had placed the cart outside of town. Um, hey, uh, what do you think they're doing? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> they're more to life than just sexual affairs, Zimna. Thank you for generalizing me and slut shaming me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Arya. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. The three of you make it through the underbrush to where you had left your cart, um, how long ago was this? Let me go find my like calendar, because three it was- Three days. A month um, ago. Oh no, no it has four, actually so been- It has been a full-on calendar week since okay. you guys have seen, like, All checking right. with your cart. It'll be fine. It's gonna be full of sprites or something. Termites. You guys- that, That'll be hilarious. Little gnomes. You cut through- Get out of here, gnomes! Which are legitimate human beings. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! They're not human, they're gnomes beings, actually. They're legitimate humanoid beings. There yes, we go. I know. Make it through the underbrush, and you see your cart crawling around, and on top of and inside your cart, you see a troop of lemurs that have since moved in in your week of absence. And presently, all of them are shrieking. They are freaking out because you can see beneath the cart, there's a very large snake that is just slithering, or slithering around and occasionally like peeking up outside from underneath the cart, looking at the lemurs, trying to find a way to get to them. Zora's gonna start playing her flute. I will also do the same. I'm just gonna walk over the snake and I'm going to inspire Zara with my flute playing as well. Just some lavender is going to go over and you know, mess okay, with her Okay, so playing. I will say that um, Rather than you actually rolling a d20, um, she is, or necessarily with advantage, that is like the actual bardic inspiration part of things for her. Um, Zara, go ahead and, you're proficient with the flute, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so go ahead and roll, we'll say, we'll say charisma, I think, using your proficiency with the flute, and um, then also bardic inspiration with that. I'm grabbing the snake. What? I said I'm walking yeah, the snake and I'm so grabbing like, it. So Zara sees this thing, starts pulling out. The, the other two start playing the flute. I'm assuming to do the whole like we're gonna hypnotize this. This is my pen thing. flute. Yes. Um, what did you What did you get, Zara? Oh, uh, fifteen. A fifteen. Yeah, that's that's good. So the the snake has now turned its full attention to you, and I think I I view this as like a kind of a tandem move where like without even discussing a plan of action, you guys just kind of knew what you were doing. So do Zara and Zimner kind of moved off to one side to start playing their music together, and this draws the attention of the snake in such a manner that Arian is able to get up there without the snake, like, noticing him and recoiling to strike or anything like that. So then, Arian, you reach down and grab the snake, and this is a, a solid-length snake, you know, four or five feet long. It's a pretty big sucker. Oh, how um, thick is it, though? It is... What? How do you describe the I can thickness? fit my hand around Oh, it. easily. Okay. Yes. But it's the kind of thing that Zimner might not be able to fit his hand all the way around. It is a pretty solid-sized snake. And, Arian, you're able to grab it, 
behind the head so that it's not able to do anything to you as you pick it up and I'm assuming yeet it into the bushes. Oh no wait, don't don't throw it. I've yet. already thrown it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, just yeah. yeeting that thing yeets away. it into the bushes. Um, I, I honestly considered shattering on the cart to kill all of the lemurs, but I decided against it. Because you didn't want to destroy the cart that I was you just like, didn't want to Yeah, I was like, I didn't want to hit the cart. Arian. Never mind. Um, but the lemur's still there. As the the lemurs are also transfixed by this music, um, because they haven't heard a lot of music before, and they're really enjoying listening to the music. And then they all notice Arian, who is somehow a giant that has snuck up on them, grab the snake and yeet it into the bushes. I'll thunderclap. What? No! Not to damage him, just to make Damn. the noise. Um, Boom! <laughs> ha! Throws it into the, the bushes, uh, throws it in the bushes, thunderclaps to scare them, and the monkeys... Shriek. All attack. Um, yeah, the monkeys just a- attack. No, um, the monkeys shriek. Some of them do kind of scurry off into the into the the forest beyond into the jungle beyond. Uh, I I think at this point there's still um, a couple left that have been like more transfixed by the music than they are scared by the loud noise and the snake that has disappeared. And some of them have like dismounted from the cart and are slowly, cautiously walking toward the music players to investigate this new stimulus that they haven't interacted with before. What's up, Zimner? I'd like to stop playing my flute, um, crouch down um, in like a almost three-point stance, and then disguise self to turn my face into a giant lemur. I have, a, I have <laughs> the face of a lemur now. Zimner becomes the lemur god. I have a cold I'm going to begin hitching the horses to the cart. Yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry, I was going to help him. Zimner... You look like a big lavender lemur, which um, I think at this point, all of the lemurs that have been walking toward you view this as some sort of like threat or form of intimidation. They start hooping and hollering and cheering again. Zara, you said you were going over to help. Arian. Arian, okay. Uh, I just didn't know where you were at. Is this change in lemur behavior noticeable? Clearly. They went I'm, from being very quiet and, like, attempting to discern what is going on. How to, many are over there? I go like, oh, shit. I <laughs> Stop um, it. Uh, I'll roll a d6 for that because that's kind of what I envisioned. Into um, There are four. That I'm going to enlarge twin two of them. <laughs> just like, whoop, just like. To scare him. So they went from small <laughs> lemurs to medium-sized lemurs. Do I see him um, cast this spell? Um, I'm going to say... No. <laughs> I'm going to say for flavor purposes, no. I would have had 20 on that stealth roll anyway. You Slide are... Hand, bitch. It wouldn't matter if I rolled that 20. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that even if you were like trying to perceive that, it would be like passive perception from you, Zemner. Fuck. Because you're not attempting to see if he's casting a spell. Yeah, and the other will. thing is, if it was even a perception roll, you would be rolling with disadvantage because you're so fixated on the fact that this move that you thought was going to be a befriending move turned into a screaming match with these lemurs. Um, and suddenly two of them get huge. Um, oh, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I stop playing my flute again. <laughs> Zimner begins to frantically play the the flute. And I don't have um, a disguise anymore. The the massive lemurs um, look at e- look at themselves and realize that they're suddenly huge and continue to shriek. The other two lemurs see these 
now massive friends of theirs, and just immediately scatter because they are terrified of the fact that something happened and now their buddies are huge. Zimmer, you go back to frantically playing your flute and eventually the two big lemurs kind of calm down a little bit um, and then sit down and just kind of watch you for a moment. And then when you kind of stop playing, they look bored and then traips off into the underbrush and rejoin the rest of their troop out oh, in the darn. in the jungle. That that didn't have a okay, the intended ready. outcome. Wanted a Lima friend. Um it's like that show I watched, I could call him like Momo or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> At this point Leon has arrived, um I got no idea. Totally missed out on the whole fanfare of things. He didn't. <laughs> and the 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 cart is all hitched. Uh, you all get ready to rock and roll. You can tell, like, from preliminary checks that no real damage has been done to the cart as you've left it out here for a week. I'm going to say Zara's probably the first one to get into the cart. Make a survival check, miss. Ten. Good enough. Zara, you notice that lots of lemurs have been le- living here, and... which not the most clean. Yeah, it's not terribly clean anymore. Um, definitely not, like in a, a fashion in which you could easily all sit comfortably the way that you normally do, the, the cart is very much in disarray. Moving things back to their rightful place, trying to organize stuff a little bit so that you all have space in the back of this cart um, like you normally do, and you remove a small blanket and a little shriek happens. I need you to make an animal handling check. Oh, oh Jesus. To see how things go here. Twelve. That's actually good enough because there was an innate modifier to that because of the snake being gone. You are you see this little baby lemur that you have um, uncovered, and it begins to freak out, tries to go find some cover, but you manage to catch it before it is able to like hide from you in the cart because it wasn't trying to escape the cart. It doesn't know where its troop went, and. You pick up the, the little guy and kind of begin to stroke his fur. And as you do so, you know, like holding him to, a ch- to your chest like you would with, a, with a, a small kitten, he gives you a little hug around your neck and um, then kind of like crawls up and hangs out on your shoulder um, for a while. You now have a baby pet lemur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's this thing. We need to not take this thing in a battle. Sprinkle? Explode. Sprinkle? Um, so I will give you the liberty of naming it. It is a dude. It is a little dude. Um, a little guy. Yeah. And <laughs> it looks like um, he was born recently. Not like born in the cart recently, but like <laughs> shortly before the troop found the cart, he was born and then brought to the cart with the rest of the troop. So he's young enough that he probably wouldn't be able to survive on his own, which is why you've taken the liberty of keeping him as your pet. Leon has arrived back at the cart. Arian has rehitched everything. Zimner has put away his pan flute from the lovely interaction with the lemur. And now it is, a, it is time for you all to discuss your route forward and also the new lemur that's in there. Oh, what you got there, Zara? Oh, um, a baby lemur. Oh, that's fun. Him. Yes, he's what's my his, pet. What's his name? I haven't come up with one yet. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's just a baby? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Leon! Good you're back. Papa said he needs to nurse a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait, my. what'd you say? I said I told oh. Leon to Papa Tit because the baby probably needs to nurse. That is so weird. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get it. That you made so that joke. So, first off, how does Zara react? She's just gonna, like, act like she didn't hear it. <laughs> uh, it's definitely one of those instances, though, where if it was capable of witnessing Zara blush, she would have blushed. Like, That's from, like, so the... Oh, my gosh. I'm gonna zap Zimner. Ow! <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even gonna. That it's just like it's like a shocking grass, but at a slightly lower distance. <laughs> no, I'm just like not across damage. some cars, like. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Not enough to do damage. Be like, hey. I know. Oh my. Yes. <laughs> you I'm something. in a good mood, Zimner, and there's nothing you can do to change that. <laughs> Leon, oh, I only want to help it, Leon. Leon, do you know anybody? Where is the river place? Riverton. Riverton. No, 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 no. The river that we've got to go to. Oh, uh, the Caldena Stream. The Caldena Stream. Yeah, like and it is, it is. Have you done business west. up there? Straight west. Well, of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Do you know anyone that could take us down the stream, or any connections down there, whatsoever? Um. I had a college roommate named Roderick. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You didn't go to college, buddy. Um. Uh, um. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, I guess he had a, a a buddy that he had at one time that was <laughs> named Roger. Roderick, who has lived in the area and he sold watermelons to before. And so okay. there's a, I will say that there yeah. is a chance that Roderick has a little hut on the stream and would be willing to take you all downstream. Can he be like right, Louisiana Bayou guy? He has a pretty severe lisp. <laughs> now, okay, so there's some world building that I'm okay with, <laughs> and I will say that you are crossing the line. It wasn't my turn. Um, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. Whatever you say, it's not Wadwick. <laughs> Damn it! Um, call him out on it. <laughs> oh my god! You won't! You won't! I'm, Do it! I'm not doing it yet. Uh, he, that is, I'm gonna say that that is the line for as much as you guys are gonna be able to improv and make your will happen in the world. Is he has a lisp. No more! My line in the sand has been drawn. Do not cross this
Hey everyone, it's me, your Dungeon Master, JJ Odin, here with another ad break for you. So we'll get right into sponsorships and take it away, I guess. I don't know. We as a group would love it if you would check out our friends over at Dice Foundry. Right now, they are promoting the new Sea of Joy dice set. These are handcrafted dice with a beautiful blue finish and sparkling copper numbers. You can find their shop at etsy.com slash shop slash dice foundry question mark ref equal sign seller dash platform dash mc nav or on Instagram at dice foundry. You can also follow us on social media at roll4.initiative on Instagram. That's roll4.initiative on Instagram. And on Twitter at roll4tweets. That's roll4tweets. If you tweet about us using the hashtag roll4tweets, um, you will have a chance at getting a character on the show like Jaeger. Uh, I've said this in the last couple of episodes. We are getting near the end of an arc, which means we don't have as many new characters that we can create using listeners. Um, but that means that we're also going to start a new arc in the near future, which means a lot more new NPCs that will need names. Uh, so if you want to have yourself immortalized in a show like this, tweet at us using the hashtag roll for tweets for a chance to get your name put on an NPC. I would like to take a moment and thank you so much for listening to this show. Uh, when we started making this podcast, we had the goal of just trying to put a story out there for people to listen to and enjoy. Uh, and you listening to it, especially this far in, means at least to some extent, hopefully, maybe possibly, you enjoy it, uh, which is kind of the goal here. So you are helping us to achieve our goal just by listening um, and us seeing the listening that you are doing, which kind of sounds like a really creepy FBI thing, but it's not. Um, it, it helps keep us going and keeps giving us the drive to want to continue to make the podcast because, like I said a little bit ago, it's a lot of work to make one of these things. Um, if you do like listening to this podcast and you want to help us out somehow, um, there's a couple of ways you can do that. First, you could rate us five stars on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, that will help get our ratings up, which means more people will see us. Um, the other thing that you could do is to refer us to a friend like literally directly help other people find our show um doing something like that is also super helpful for us uh, it helps us see growth in the channel and that's what we like it makes all of us happy and excited and overjoyed to make new episodes for all of you uh, the next episode should be up in one week on August 21st, so I will talk to you then and enjoy the rest of the show this week. of the location in which uh, Roderick lives, he is not like directly next to Swinemouth, because he actually lives, he would technically live in the area that is owned by the town of Vinzor, but on the river, so it'll take you guys three days of travel to get to his place, Okay. Um, but then from his place it'll be a much faster, like, you're still going to make it to Riverton in faster time than if you were to just travel the whole distance on land. You're going to need eight successes for this. 
in order to do so, and uh, typical rules apply for travel. Mm -hmm. We will start off with Leon. Perception. Uh, yeah, go right the freak ahead. Uh, over 20. Then you succeeded. Zimner. I'll use... How many habitated places do we go by? Are you meaning, like, farmsteads or, like, actual we are tra we are traveling from one town to the next town over. Actually, you're not even traveling to a town. You're not even going You've to left town. Swinemouth, and it's just wilderness travel for All three right, days. Never mind, I'll try to hide the cart with stealth. Okay, we've seen this one before. Fourteen. That is a failure. Arian. Okay, I'm going to do my vehicle proficiency. Yeah, uh, let's go for wilderness travel, I think... Probably gonna go wisdom rather than dexterity on this one. I'm gonna burn three luck points to make it a 17. And that will succeed. Okay. Zara. Um, Love you, Dad. Oh, right, okay. So I'm gonna try to do insight to uh, okay. try to see if my lemur is sick or hurt at all, because you know it is a baby and just kind of. Um, so. I think I would probably allow insight, but not. Or that. That would probably be more along the lines so of like a medicine check. So make sure that my lemur isn't depressed. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> How does that benefit us? Yeah, that's Traveling. what I was going to say. Is like, it needs to benefit the party as a whole. If you can make a solid argument for how doing something like okay, that well, would benefits, benefit the party as a whole. It benefits them because I will be happier. And if I am a happy cat, then that's good. Because you don't want a not happy cat. Because then the happy cat will be happy to help out and will actually help out versus the non-happy cat because if my lemur is depressed, I'm going to try to find out why and that's all I'm going to be thinking and caring about. But if it's not depressed or whatever and I figure out if it is or not, then I can just fix it. <laughs> she is grabbing at straws here, but she kind of hit close enough because I had an idea in my head of how that would operate. And I think that that's close enough to it. It's that if the lemur is happy, that will help raise party morale. Yeah, I was yeah. like, because cohesion. yeah, because happy. lemur's happy. Everyone loves the baby lemur that's running around and being friendly and exploring things. And if it's happy, then everyone's happy, and that will yeah. help out. So you just call yeah, you can, roll, you can roll insight on that. Cool, nineteen. Uh, that is a success. You guys are at three successes of the eight you need and one failure. Uh, Leon. So, Leon is going to try and handle the horses. You know, when we bed down for a night. Okay, yeah, animal handling. Natural one. <laughs> well, well. That right there is the two failures. Leon kills the horses. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, the horses run away. So you guys hit the three failure limit, which means it's encounter time. So here's the scene that is set before you. Um, <gasps> You guys, you guys are um, traveling along, and it is the near, nearing the end of the day, getting close to evening time, and uh, you're starting to kind of think about, yeah, let's set up camp for the night. And as you do so, as you are like starting to converse, starting to kind of look for a good place to set up camp, you hear some rustling off in the distance. Now it's it's dark um, in beneath the canopy of this forest. It's dim light, which obviously doesn't lend itself well to those who don't have dark vision, but those who do notice some dark cloaked individuals walking in your direction. 
you can tell for sure that they are humanoids. And between them, you can see two other individuals. Um, so there's four? There's four total. Uh, one of these individuals is very, very big. A lot bigger than the other three, and probably a little bit larger than Aryan. But, but I can not see by these much. guys. Like I can see they're, they're you approaching don't have features, us. So, like, um, I, I can't see like their features or anything, but I can see that they're like right. You guys are all able to like okay. even off in the distance in the darkness and the, the di this dim light. You can kind of tell that these people it's are like walking. Uh, yeah, yeah. And walking your general direction, but it's something where it's difficult to really make out what they exactly, are exactly what they are yet. Um, the other individual that's walking between them is roughly similar size to them, also humanoid in nature. Zimner, make a quick history check for me. Oh. That is a nine. Yeah, nothing. okay. Nothing. Nothing there. Um, I was going to give you a chance for something to happen before we actually get started with stuff. Oh, um, shit. But didn't happen this go-around. Uh, you just didn't beat the moderate DC. You're watching as this is as these individuals are getting closer, and you haven't like stopped the cart or anything. You're still traveling, but like these individuals are traveling from in front of you. So like, with every bit of mo like every moment that you travel forward, they are getting closer just naturally because they're. I thought also we were stopped and trying to find a place. No, you're you're looking for a good spot. So you're still traveling. Yeah, it's getting near the end of the day. Which way are we traveling? Forward. Toward the north. North. Okay. Eventually, these four figures emerge into a space in which you are all able to see them clearly. You can tell that the two individuals walking on the most outside part of this like group of individuals are orcish, and they are wearing dark clothing, as we've already kind of discussed. The other two individuals are individuals that you guys have seen before, and you can tell that they're arms are bound in front of them and the description that you get the large guy um the one that is much bigger than the rest um you can tell that he's got a bald head kind of a stubble beard and is abnormally small for a hill giant the other man is a half elf but claimed to be a halfling for the circus Zimner, now that you can see them better, you realize that these are people you have performed with before. Um, the two individuals that are bound before you are Thorg, your hill giant strongman, mm -hmm. and Elvin, the tallest halfling in the world. These two individuals are walking along very blank expressions on their face, um, clearly being led by the, the other two individuals. As you guys are able to make out the, the appearances of these individuals, um, it's about the same time that they are able to make out who you are, um, because distant, same, same distance apart from each other, at which point the four of them stop moving. The two orcs on the outside, um, they turn, say something to each other, then turn and face the two prisoners that they have and the two prisoners stand bolt upright. They're now like sullen expressions going into almost an aggravated rage. And then the bindings that are binding them are cut by these, um, these two slavers. And we are now going to roll for initiative.
Orion, initiative. 11. Leon. 8. Zimner. 17. And Zara. 5. For flavor purposes, the reason why Leon is so far behind is because he's half asleep. Because it's almost nighttime. Laying down in the card. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so first up's Elvin. Elvin is um, in the process of like when he was being, his bindings were cut, he was also handed a longbow and a quiver of arrows. Um, so he straps those on real fast. And then he is going to probably run behind the nearest tree. Shit. And I think that after running behind tree, I think that's going to be it for Elvin because I think it took him an action to put that, to sling that quiver on like he was supposed to. Next up is the slaver that handed him stuff. And he is going to draw a crossbow that he had with him and is going to start firing. And I think probably just going to fire Arian because Arian's driving the cart. Do it at the front. Yep. Yeah, he, he I does do it every day. day. Okay. Yep. Um, so Arian, first attack is a 12. No, sir. Second attack is a 25. Yeah. Both significantly better on the die. And then third is an 18. I will sh- I'm not going to shield that last one. Okay. This guy fires off three rounds from his crossbow. Um, and something significant about this is he's not like, like you have seen people use crossbows before and they're reloading. This crossbow is not requiring him to do that. It's just every time he pulls the trigger, another bolt comes out of it. One of, the, one of these bolts, Arian, flies um, a little bit off. Uh, I'll say actually it probably clinks into the, like the wood of the cart, but the other two hit you. Uh, the first one is going to deal eight piercing damage. Reaction. Mm-hmm. Stone's endurance. That's kind of what I figured. I'm taking no damage. Cool. I rolled max on that. So uh, this this bolt comes flying at you, and as we've seen this happen before, it, like your skin just changes to a slightly different color, Heavy and, metal. and the bolt like plinks off of you. And then the third bolt, uh, which also hits, is going to deal six piercing damage. Um, then this slaver is going to do some moving. He's going to go uh, run slightly closer to the cart, but then try to halfway hide himself behind a, a tree so that he's not as easily targeted or visible. Zimner, you are up. All right. Uh, first, I'm going to hop out of the cart and move move up to the front of it, so I'm like parallel with Arian. Okay. Uh, so that'll take 15 feet of your movement. All right. I look back to the group, say, I think Thorg and Elvin are being controlled. Don't Try not to hit them. And then I look towards Thorg, and I say, Thorg, snap out of it! And I snap, and I cast Dispel Magic. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for it. All right. Um, but the sensation that you are going to get is one that you have experienced before when your Dispel Magic hasn't done what you wanted it to do. So, like, when you felt, felt that tether with the, the elemental, mm-hmm. and it, like, bounced off. It's a similar effect to that, where you cast the spell and you can feel that you you successfully cast the spell, but like it it bounces off of whatever is happening here, All right. and there is no like visible effect that you see take place. Shit. All right, and then I'll um, I'll say let's 
try this again. Oh, let's try something else. I will uh, throw a dagger at the slaver next to Thorg. Okay. Um, and I'll throw my dagger of lightning. Um, are you using yes. the lightning power of it? So incoming. So lightning bolt zaps forward, um, but there's nothing in between the two of you, so it's just a, a ranged attack. Um, I will say, because it's a dagger, it has the range of a dagger. You'll have this add because so it's out have, 20 oh, feet. Oh, can I move yeah. within 20 feet of him? Yes, you can certainly do that. All right, I'll do that before I throw Damn it. Damn it. I figured much? that you would probably... Um, and that is a 22. Um, a 22 will hit this slaver. All right. He's going to be taking uh, 6 piercing damage and 6, 12, 17 lightning damage. Yeah. You throw this dagger, light, it turns into a lightning bolt, and then as it connects with this man, um, it turns back into the dagger, and you see this electrical energy ripple across this man's chest, because we'll say that's where you hit him. Not like a noticeable, oh no, he's almost dead, but is he, it hurt. Is he wearing armor? Can we see that? Uh, yes, you can tell that he is wearing leather armor. All right. Um, like his companion, who's hiding behind the tree right now. All right, and then uh, how much movement do I have left? I took 15. Uh, you have 10 feet of movement left. 10 feet of movement. I'll move 10 feet backwards. Yep, that's what I figured. Go hide behind the cart some more. And then that will end my turn. Okay. Um, next up is Thorg. Um, Thorg looks around for a moment and then reaches down and picks up a fairly hefty-sized log that he has found on the ground. He is going to... I thought he was, was going <laughs> to throw it at us. Rush it to cart. Oh, shit. Um, and he's going to swing this big old log down. Probably one on Zimner and one on Aryan. I think that's right, how he's going to do it. He's going to try to this bitch. smack both of you fairly hard. Um, so we'll start with the Zimner one. Uh, Zimner, a 21. Hits. Okay. Zimner, you are going to take... You're going to take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Aryan, he then brings the club around to attack you. And rolled a lot better. So, 27? Uh-uh. Uh, Aryan, you're going to take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. As he brings the club down and into you. Um, and that will be his turn. And then, it is going to be... The slaver. Uh, this slaver is going to. Yeah, this slaver is going to rush over here uh, to the opposite side of the cart that Zimner is standing on. Um, and then he is going to point at Zimner from the opposite side of the cart and he's going to um, say to you, Zimner, lay down. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Ooh. That is a 16. That is... Uh, wait, wait, wait. ...to succeed. You feel this <laughs> wave of just lethargia kind of wash over yourself, but then you, you shake it off and... Can I flip him off as a free action? Um, sure. And, yep. and nothing happens. Rages. Next is Aryan. Okay. Aryan will stand up. Yeah. And then be like... Oh, you broke my cart. And he's going to be, begin pulling lightning energy out of his ring. And it's going to zap uh, into Slaver 2, the That's... one that is across from the cart okay. on the other side of us. So I rolled a hit. Yep. 
Oh. Oh. Well, that's a natural one. I still oh, burnt a charge. Um, so we see this lightning energy pull out of the ring, and it's this is Aryan's first time messing with this, so it's not like normal for him. And he reaches forward with this lightning energy he's just pulled out. Um, we see one of the little star sapphires go dim um, on that ring, and he zaps the lightning outwards, and it careens into a tree nearby. Um, but doesn't hit the, the slaver that he had intended doesn't for. Doesn't hit Zaro or Leon. He's um, close enough to them that he's probably not aiming in their general direction, so it's not an issue. That's it for me. <laughs> okay. Leon is not particularly angry at this point, because uh, he hasn't actually really seen anything. I mean, he, they did wake him up from now. So it's like mild frustration. It's not actually at the... Okay, the, so you're going to ignite the sword first. Probably, yeah. Okay. Bring your bring your flame tongue out and start smashing at this guy, yeah? What do you say yeah. about ignite your flame tongue? Actually, we're going to... Melons? He's done this before. We know that's the command word. We're going to go straight, and we're just going to try and decapitate him from, from the get-go. Okay. Roll to hit, and you're attacking recklessly, yes? Yes. Okay. It would be a 19. Sorry. 18. There we go. The 18 will hit. You slash this guy, and he sees that there's a blow coming for his head, and leans back a bit, so instead of getting his neck, you get his chest. Okay. Alright. So to separate it out, we have 6 radiant damage, followed by... 10 slashing damage, followed by 6 fire damage. Got a good, juicy swing into this guy, and you hear kind of the sizzle of his flesh as your sword slices through the armor and into him. Uh, extra attack? Yes. So, 16. Uh, yeah, that'll also hit. So, we have 6 slashing and 6 fire. Um, so this swing, you can tell, kind of wasn't as good, and it's because... Um, rather than, you know, doing any other type of swing, after you miss that initial swing, you just heave back upwards with your greatsword um, and kind of cut him in a, a similar location in his, like, abdomen area. More sizzling flesh, but no flying sparks this time. Uh, Zara. Free action. Oh, free action, sorry. Yes, calls over to Zimner. Hey, Zimner, you want to play tic-tac-toe with this guy's chest? <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, you know it. Oh my goodness. Let's do it on his cult. That's gruesome. I love the idea. Three luck points. Solid. Zara, it is your turn. Okay, Zara's gonna move like 10 feet to the far right corner. So you're just going the, to the back of the cart? Yeah, back okay. of the cart. I do want to ask you because we kind of talked about this before. What is our lemur friend that is not named yet doing right now? He's on, on your shoulder, handing you arrows? Or, yes, on okay. my shoulder. Um, that is the one thing you've been able to train him on so far yes. in this whole ordeal. We're going to go after S1, and right before we shoot him, she's going to say, Hey, Zimna, you may want to move this time. And then... I swear to God. I <laughs> <laughs> may want to move this time. Natural one. Sinks me in the back. Um, okay, so given position of this dude, I am going to say that he is going to have a little bit of cover against you because... Well, if I have sharpshooter. Right. Um... Oh, wait a minute. Sharpshooter does ignore all it cover. It ignores all yeah. cover except for... That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, never mind. Oh, if I had improved crit, like, to the 18, I would have gotten a crit, but... Oh, that feels good. So close. Um, okay, so that's, like, 
up there somewhere. I know 18 hit the last dude. Well, yeah, and 18 did, so plus your five or six is yeah. going to be a 23 or 24, and that's going to hit. Metagaming. Hey. That's not metagaming. That's just it's saving yourself mental math. Yeah. <laughs> Deduction of 25. hit this labor. Um, so this guy thinks that he's kind of hiding pretty well behind this tree, but uh, Zara, who is exceptionally adept at firing a bow, is still able to get this arrow into his leg pretty solid. Uh, extra attack? 18. 18 total? Yeah. That hits. 26. He, kind of in response to that first arrow being fired, ducked back behind the tree a little bit more to try and keep himself a little bit more safe. Um, but once again, there was just enough of him peeking out that Zara, with her exceptional firing skills, um, managed to lodge one into his um, leg once again. Is that it from you, Zara? Yeah. Okay. Um, next up is going to be Elvin. Um, he is going to kind of peek out from behind the, the tree that he is standing behind. He is going to fire at our friend Leon. And he is going to, as he's firing, you guys are going to see kind of like a, a glint of magic almost. Like there's just a little tiny glint over his eyes as he is firing here. An 18 will hit. Yes, it yes. will. Okay, and then you are going to take uh, 9 piercing damage, and that is not cut in half because you're not raging yet. So you're going to take 9 piercing damage from that, and then he will grab another arrow from that quiver and fire... Once again, also with advantage, this attack is an 18 on the die, so that'll also hit. And you are going to take nine piercing damage again. All right. Um, and then he is gonna dip back behind that tree. Uh, next is the first slaver, the one that Zara has shot twice in the calves. Um, he, he is going to or lean forward a little bit so that he can see Zara and he is going to say, drop. Zara, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Nine. Um, okay, uh, Zara, he has basically taken control of your next turn, and when we get to your next turn, I will describe what happens. And that will be the end of his turn. Um, Zimner, you are up. All right. Thorg right in front of you with a great big club that he just hammered down on you. Um, I take out both of my scimitars. Thorg, I really don't want to do this. Bonus action, I'll say, Ac action. And the, the flame tongue will ignite. I will take a swing with the flame tongue scimitar. Okay. Two swings, actually. All right, the first one is a 13. A 13 will hit. All right. I'm going to Blade Flourish. I'm going to use Defensive Flourish. Weapon Damage. All right, that's um, 10 plus 3, 13 Weapon Damage. And my Armor Class is 21. That's 11. That was a 6. Anyone else saw it? I, I'm not going to... Okay, that was, that's 11 Fire Damage for a total of uh, 24. You slash into him and hear a little bit of a sizzle, but you don't like get any facial response from him whatsoever. It's just a blank slate. Damn it, Thork. I'm trying to swing non-lethally, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not gonna I totally him, understand you're not wanting to kill yourself. I don't want to kill friends. my friends. So then I'm going to swing again. All right, that's better. That's a 19. That uh, will still hit, yes. Okay. It's going to be 8 weapon damage and um, 8 fire damage. 
For so 16 damage. I want to move back next to Zara. I want to risk the, the opportunity. opportunity attack. Yep. Okay. Move back next to Zara because I saw her like saw yeah. the slaver talking to her. Yeah. You you could hear that. Did my eyes um, like glaze over or something? Uh. Like yes, that? they did. Uh, yeah. He, he is gonna try to take a swing at you, Zimner, which would be which would put it at a. That's twenty six. Damn, it's pretty five high. Five off. Um, yeah, I was like eighteen's pretty high. Yep, that that will hit. Um, you are going to take 16 points of bludgeoning damage as he brings this tree limb back down on you again. Okay. All right. And that's it from you, Zimner? Um, yes. Okay. Well, I can't, I can't inspect how Zara's doing. Um, Actually, I'll say I get up just, and... like, naturally, naturally you are able to just see that her face has kind of, like, her eyes are slightly more open, a little bit glazed over, and her face is just taut and not, like, she's... Not an Can I hop up in the car next to him? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like next up is Thor. Oh, you left me alone. Um, you'll be fine. I'll be okay. Thor is gonna say, "Not nice," <laughs> and he's going to bend over and pick up a rock that he's found on the ground next to him and just chuck it at Zimner. Of course, you're not nice, big bastard. You're being mind controlled. Uh, Zimner. Does a 17 hit? I am going to cut through this rock with my flame-tongue sword. No, you're not. It's a, it's a rock, brother. Your sword is not... <laughs> it's not you're not your your rocks, sword is brother. not going to cut through a rock that big. <laughs> well, it doesn't you're gonna, hit. So. You're right. Um, I know you're, I know you're cool. just trying to flavor it's it, but cool. you right. can't cut through a rock. He throws it, and it's you, fully expecting it, do one of those, like, dip underneath it, and then it just sails off and into the night. So then, uh, that'll be it for Thorg. Next is going to be the slaver that is standing next to Leon. And this slaver is going to reach behind itself and pull out a morning star. And it's now going to bring that down on you. So the first one's gonna be a 24? Yes. Um, so you will take 12 bludgeoning damage. Uh, again, you're not raging, so that's the full. Second swing here is also going to be a 24. If he hadn't had advantage, it would have been a natural one. Um, oh. You're going to take 9 bludgeoning damage off of that one. And then third swing is going to be a 23, which is going to be 8 bludgeoning damage. As this man just takes this cudgel, basically, and starts smashing it into you over and over again, Leon. Um, and then that will be his turn. Arian. Okay. Well, let's try this again. And I'm gonna pull lightning out of the ring. Okay, so we'll first try to hit the slaver that's bashing on Leon. Yeah. That's a 21. That will hit. Um, he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Right. He got a natural one on the constitution saving throw. Is that the equivalent of him critting it, or how, how do you? Do no, it, it no. just it's just for for saving throws. Uh, you just fail. Yeah, ones and twenties don't necessarily take matter. He's gonna take twenty-one much. lightning damage. Twenty-one lightning damage. And then all of his attacks have disadvantage, and his movement speed is halved for <laughs> the next until the end of its next turn. Okay, so tell me the number one more time. Twenty-one lightning damage. Okay. Okay, and then I will burn another charge and arc that from 
the slaver to Thor? Yes. I'll bet you his. That is a 19? That will hit. Okay. Um, but he rolled a two on the die. <laughs> so that's also gonna not succeed. 24 lightning damage. And he is also going to be disad and half movement speed. And now one more time, baby, against the other slaver hiding behind a tree. Yes. That is a 22. That will hit. You say it again. Go ahead. Say 20 it. lightning damage. 20 lightning damage. And then his constitution saving throw was a 15. That fails. Okay. So he is also going to have disad and half movement speed. So uh, this energy gets pulled from the ring and um, Arian zaps outward with it. And the first kind of bolt of electricity hits this slaver and then arcs backwards and over Arian's head and hits Thord and then arcs around the tree and hits uh, the second slaver. Um, and with each arc that we see, we see another, like the dim light that's glowing inside each one of these gemstones just slowly goes back until we're down to what, one now, right? One. He's got one glowing sapphire in this ring still. All three of these individuals um, took this hit and just got staggered backward. All three of them are mutilated now. Leon. So Leon is now quite frustrated. Of course, yeah. Like, angry even. So, oh, yeah, some would say. Yes, yes. So uh, he decides to rage. Right. And kill the slaver. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're now, you're now in rage, and I'm assuming you're Real going critical. to uh, attack with your reckless for the advantage. Yes. 17. Um, a 17 versus the slaver will hit. So that is 8 radiant damage, followed by 13 slashing damage, and then 6 fire damage. Uh, you cut into this guy and hear another sizzle. Um, and this is another one of those, like, you, you would come from your right side on an upswing at the end of your last turn, and then, like, it, your, your sword had fallen down over that time, so you had another upswing from the left side kind of crisscrossing this guy's chest once again. Still standing, not feeling good. Okay. And this last one is going to try and sever his arm. Okay. So that would be a 16. And the 16 does hit. So we have nine slashing damage. Okay. Followed by five fire damage. Okay. Um, so you cut into this guy again. You were aiming for an arm. Um, and I don't think that you've like severed the arm, but I definitely think you got a really good slash in there. Zara's turn, the mystery that we have been speculating about since the beginning of the round. Zara, um, you, after having this spell cast on you, your immediate response, that you can feel that you aren't in full control of your body anymore, and you're watching as you extend the arm that's holding your longbow out, raise it up, and then drop it onto the ground and b beside the cart. That makes a lot of sense. And then your turn is over. Are her eyes still glazed over after oh, right. she drops um, it? At the, end of, at the end of your turn, you realize that, like, you, you shake your head, and you now have full control of your body once what again. What the hell was like, that? Everything, everything's back. Elvin is once again going to step out from behind the tree and fire some arrows. Um, and still probably at Leon because big scary guy with flaming sword. Does a 22 hit? It could. This arrow is going to hit you 
for 16 points of piercing damage, cut in half because you're raging, to 8. Then he fires one more arrow at you, and this will be a 21 to hit. Oh, Yep, you're going to take 12 points of piercing damage, cut in half to 6. Next up is going to be the slaver that forced Zara to drop her bow. He is going to kind of peek out from around this tree and see Zimner standing next to a now disarmed Zara. And he's going to point at Zimner and say, that's enough. Uh, Zimner, make a wisdom saving throw. That's an 18. Yeah. So, Zimner, once again, you feel like this sudden wave of like magical energy come across you. This one, different than the first. Like the first one, you felt like you were just tired. This one, it feels like almost that kind of electrical jolt that was sent your direction magically. Um, but once again, you you kind of shake this off yeah. um, and, <laughs> and nothing comes of it. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what he says. And then this guy is going to you know, he's kind of hurting, and this isn't exactly what he had intended. So he's going to start to try to go away. Oh um, my god, what? He's still within range. Oh, of course. Thank he god. had half movement speed this turn. That's so <laughs> he didn't make it very far. Zimner, it's your turn. All right. Where did that slave go? Um, he's just kind of running off into the woods. He's ready to be done. Um, I think I'm going to uh, cast Synaptic Static. Yeah, that'll hit all. Yeah. I don't even know what that does. <laughs> brain uh, synaptic, sizzle. Brain sizzle, <laughs> yes. My eyes glow blue. Or no, they glow, they glow red. Uh, I was like, blue's a new color. That'd be fun. I've done blue before. Not really. Um, and I just point a finger and go, Ashetty. They have to make an intelligence saving throw. Slaver got a 20 with modifiers. Are you kidding me? Wow, that saves. Okay. Elvin. Got a 15. Fails. And Thor, let me go check my notes on him. Ah, uh, yes. Got a 10. That also fails. Yeah. So Thorg and Elvin, um, for one minute, um, it, they roll a d6 and subtract the number rolled uh, from all attack rolls and ability checks, as well as its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. They can make an intelligence saving throw at the end of each of its turns. And if it succeeds, then it, the spell ends. Okay. On so the, they've got to make so. constitution save to they've end this. And Thorg and Elvin will take 8, 12, 7, 19. That fucking sucked. You rolled four ones. I rolled four Ooh. ones. So Man. 19 psychic damage. 19 psychic damage. Um, is that it from you, Zinner? No. Um, I'm also bonus action. Am I within range of Thorg? Uh, yeah. Depends on what you're trying to five do. Foot, five foot range oh. of Thorg. No. no. I'm not? Okay, I'll jump out of the cot. And so that you're within five foot range of Thorg? Yes. I'm going to swipe it, Thorg, with my plus two scimitar. All right, that is a 22. Frickin' hits, hit. brother. Right, I'm going to blade flourish. I'm going to defensive flourish once more. Um, 10 slashing damage. And my okay. armor class is 21. Uh, is that it from you? I believe so, because you did bonus action and action, action and, and movement. movement, so yeah. Sweet. Next up is Thorg, who is looking really beat up. He is going to take his club 
and start trying to hammer on you, Zimner. A 26. Ah! Yes, it hits. Big strong boy. Fuck. That'll be 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Mm. Okay. Um, and then he's gonna try to smack you again. The D6 makes it so he technically rolled a zero and then yes. adds all of the modifiers he gets from his normal modifiers and mutilation to a 13. Yeah, fuck that kid. <laughs> Sorry. So this second hit. The first one, the first the first swing with this big old log comes down and smacks you hard, and then the second one is just like a half-assed attempt. It was 18 damage for the first attack, right? Yeah. <laughs> attempt that con save to get rid of the fuzzy brain. In, in save, actually. You said con. It's an, it's the intelligence save. It's the intelligence again. save from the synaptic static. I don't know. We might have just said something. I might have actually it's, said I'm making an intelligence save again. I'll just, I'll just like, read Look, it again. Yeah. It, no, it has a... It has the D6 subtracted from con saves to maintain concentration. That's that where is, it is. It can make an wild. intelligence save at the end of each of its turns to try to get rid of the That's effect. That's the okay. addition. Well, the number that he rolled is a bigger number, but then his intelligence Subtract. is bad, so 13 is not going to do Nope. So he's still got fuzzy brain. Take straight. Um, then it is the slaver that's next to Leon. He's going to look at Leon and say, mm, I'm done now. And um, Leon, I need you to make a, I think it's whiz save? I will expend two luck points to make that a 15. Okay, so similar to what uh, Zimner has experienced already, you feel this kind of like electrical jolt come across you, but then you just shrug it off. Um, you're already in an enraged form, so you know how that operates. Um, and then this guy is going to um, start to run off into the night because that's what these guys are doing now. He is going, it's going to allow an opportunity attack from you, um, Leon. Oh, yes, it will. Go ahead and uh, roll for that, and that is uh, reckless because of earlier in the round. 17. Uh, 17 will hit, roll damage. 15 damage. Okay. This boy runs to go hide behind the tree and you you cut him in the back just the full length of his back as he's running away. Arian, it's your turn. Okay, I am gonna see that all some bitch boys are running away and he's gonna turn around now and face the other direction because he was facing Leon right. before. He's gonna gesture towards a point in between the three of them and go drown and he is gonna oh. cast Maelstrom. Holy shit. So, what that does. Yeah, what does that do? What so, that, 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 that is difficult terrain. It's okay. five foot deep water that is swirling. And then uh, if they start their turn there, they have to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Is that it from you, Orion? I'm going to... Oh, man. As a bonus action, can I bop Thorg on the head? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Oh, wow. That was high. <laughs> Uh, I'm not adding proficiency, right? Correct. Oh, a 20. Still hits. <laughs> Six damage. That was a pretty good chunk of his remaining hit points. You just, just kill him. Just thonked him on the Bam. Head. That's my turn. Okay. Leon. So Leon just saw the slaver run, like, turn around, trying to run away. Correct. So he wishes to end him. 
<laughs> he wishes to end him. So, Leon, you are going to chase him down, I assume? Yes. Okay, so that'll take 15 feet of your 40 feet of your... Yeah. So we're going to expend 8 luck points to make that a 15. <laughs> that hits. Um, did you, you attacked recklessly, didn't you? Yep. Yes. Rolled a 5 and a 4. <laughs> Oof. This guy's still got his back turned to you, so you're just chasing him down. That's understandable. So, that is 6 radiant damage. Followed by 13, okay, I'm going to say piercing because there's a particular way I want to kill him. Okay. But I don't know if this is enough damage. Okay. Followed by six fire damage. So, so you did three times his remaining hit points. So yeah, how do you want to kill him? All right. Since you're, you've got a particular way you're wanting to do this. I do. Okay, so... So he, I had something in mind, but so he, piercing now. He so. turned around and he's starting to run away. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Leon catches up with him, kicks him over, so he's <laughs> flat on his face on the ground. Yeah. Straight down, stabs the greatsword, severing his spine, expends a rage to incinerate him. I love it. Oh my god. This is the second person you've done this to. <sighs> he just really likes the fire. Six luck points, because that was amazing. Um, and yeah, this, this dude is very a lot dead. Uh, just a charred husk now. He, he be really wishing he was in that water. Mm -hmm. um, Alright, and then remaining... You've still got... 25 yeah. movement. Not quite going to be able to make it to Thorg and be able to hit him, but you have 25 feet of movement well, and one attack. Yes, range. you can. Because he's going to go there and use the chain on the maze that has a five foot... I mean, you haven't used a bonus action yet, so yeah, I'll let you switch over. It has the, the five foot distance with it. Yep. And try to whip him with the chain? Yes. Okay. So you sheath the sword so the flames go bye-bye and then whip yeah. out with the... Mm. And the goal is to get the chain to wrap around his neck. Okay. Okay. So... Natural 20. Yeah, that does it. Yeah, that hits him. Mm -hmm. 13. 20, 26. Yeah. So 26 damage to a guy that had six hit points left. And um, snap his neck and out of the chain. Um, you, you wrap this chain around the guy's neck and um, you tug backwards as you're, as you're doing so. Like as the chain goes up and kind of around and then like latches to itself essentially you then tug down on this guy um and he is gonna fall crack his head really hard on the edge of the cart right where like kind of right by where arian is sitting and then just lay limp on the ground with the chain around his neck have you killed um, two guys this room uh yes zara your turn okay zara's gonna go down pick up her bow and then go back up onto the cart uh, I will say that you're probably not going to see anybody from on the cart. So never mind, we're not going back onto the cart. Yeah. Can I see S1? Yes, you can see the slaver that's hanging out in the maelstrom right now. Alright, cool. I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Plus six. Sixteen. Hit. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine points of damage, you say? Yes. Okay. Now we're going to hit him again. Okay. Okay. We're going to use... Five luck points to make it a 16. That will hit. 26. 
So you, you fire these two arrows off, um, and both of them stick in this guy's back pretty solidly. So he's now got arrows sticking out of his legs, thanks to you, and two arrows in his back, because he's been running away here. Still standing, but barely. Action search. That's what I figured. Okay. Twelve. A twelve to hit. You fire this shot, and the it goes into the water and misses. Okay, cool. 16. That does hit. Okay, great. 24. You fire this this last shot of your turn, and at this point the guy has kind of like turned around to see why he's suddenly feeling ex- like experiencing very strong pains in his back, and as he does so, your arrow pierces like right between his eyeballs. Doesn't blow out the backside, but he then collapses backwards and into the maelstrom and is dead. Back at the top of the turn order, it is Elvin. Saving throw! Yeah, he's what, at strength, right? Yep. 20? Hey, no, I was thinking of a different thing. That passes. Yeah, that was a natural 20, and it stayed at a 20. Um, so what, nothing happens to him from the strength side of things? So it's just uh, difficult, difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to pop out from behind the tree and do what he's been doing. That D6 took away his modifier. So, Leon, a nine doesn't hit you, does it? No, it does not. Okay. Um, Pathetically batted out of the air. Good, I like that. Um, Second attack from him. Um, So that's going to be a 17 to hit. That will hit. Yep, and then some damage. 12 points of piercing damage, cut in half to 6, because of rage. Um, and then he's going to pop back behind the tree again, because that's what he do. Um, Zimner, you're up. Um, also, you just witnessed Thor get his head smashed into the cart and die. Damn it. That Leon, what the fuck? Um, he's raging, he doesn't hear. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Can um, I move like over Thor's body and go around the... The maelstrom? Yeah, crazy. around the maelstrom. Is uh, is Elvin mutilated? No. Okay. My attack. I'm assuming you're trying to get to said friend, or like to where you can see him? Yeah. Can I see him? Yeah. Do you have cover? Oh, I forgot he needs to make that int save. Yeah. Um, a 15? Nope. Okay. Didn't figure, but... Yeah. Um, then I'm going to bonus action throw a dagger at him. Yeah, with, with where you're standing at, you can easily see him. He won't be benefiting from cover there. Okay, uh, so that is a 19. Um, yep, that hits. Okay, that's six damage. Okay. And then... Um, Still not mutilated. All right, action. I'm going to say, Elvin, if you can hear me, snap out of it. And non-lethally, I'm going to throw my javelin of lightning. Okay. And go, burn! That is... Um, so that's a 25 to uh, hit? Certainly. That and certainly hits. Dexterity saving throw? Um, I don't think he's got to make a dex save. Yeah, no, he doesn't have to make it. Because you hit him. That's wonderful. Four uh, piercing damage. Plus the lightning. Plus 14 lightning damage. So 18 damage. And then uh, I still have my extra attack, so I'm going to throw another dagger. All right, that is a 21. That hits. That's another six damage. He is mutilated, but still standing. All right. He was, he was mutilated after that javelin. I forgot to say that. Oh, then I would have thrown blood, blood letter. letter. Yeah, which would have been an additional so, plus two, so, yeah, eight. so eight damage. Okay. Um, is that it from you, Zimmer? 
Uh, well, that's movement, bonus action, action, yep. Yes. Um, Orion. Uh. Um, Excuse you. Anytime. I'm just trying to think if he knows to do this non-lethally or not. No. Well, I, said I mean, Zimner like has I said twice now twice. to not kill them. And Leon totally ignored that. And then I yelled at Leon before moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, Leon, what the fuck? Well, while standing within five feet of you, Arian. So, yeah, you so, definitely heard um, him say it. Even though your passive perception is balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ten. I was basically, like, tickling your nutsack with information. Um, hey, Arian, with this information that's been tickled into your nutsack, what are you going to do? Bonus action. Fly me out of the car. Yeah. For Tempestus. To an angle that you would be able to... Well, just 10 feet, and, and then I will run the over there. Yeah, well, I mean, you can fly over Leon, basically, you cast and for then bonus action. you can... I don't have to cast anything. After no. flying... Yeah, it's, it's, it's before as, yeah. after I cast a... a Spell okay, first okay. level higher. I so just fly. flying over Leon is far enough for you to be able to see for the lightning bolt. Like you can now see him. Now I will lightning bolt him. Yeah. At fourth level. Dex save. Because I get four fourth level spells. Um, he had an eighteen on that roll. At uh, what? Eighteen minus for the dex a d six. Oh. Minus a d six. Do it. Yep. It's not it's saves. dex saves. It's con saves. It's ability checks and attacks, not saving throws. Damn actually. It. Fuck. Shit, fuck. Okay. 31. That it from you, Arian? Yeah, that'll be it for me. Okay, uh, Leon. Heal him. Don't, I swear to God. You're not going to be able to like, actually reach him, even like, to a point where you could swipe the chain at him. Because the, the maelstrom is making difficult terrain yeah. through all of that. Well, we're going to get as close as we possibly can and just... Curl a watermelon in it. <laughs> Why would you waste a perfectly good watermelon? It's not it's not the good one. It's one of the bad ones. Nineteen on the die. Plus a dex would be an eighteen. He can use strength to throw it, but like it Yeah, it's gonna be the same. Which would be the same number. Um an eighteen will hit. You hurl a watermelon at this guy and it hits. So roll a D four of damage. So twelve. Holy okay. shit. <laughs> By hurling a watermelon. Uh, that watermelon is definitely smashed now. <laughs> Leon is pouting because he isn't able to actually hit this guy. So he's just throwing... <laughs> Damn it! Throws a watermelon. <laughs> I love that. Uh, is that it from you, Leon? Extra. <laughs> Throw another one. Throws another watermelon. You're welcome to if you want. He's a watermelon. Why not? They're just regular watermelons. Yeah. <laughs> What's the yeah. Why not? Yeah, roll for it. See if you hit. Why not? 16. Sorry. 15. No. 18. Yeah, that hits. Uh, so then the d4 minus 1. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that would just be 3 damage. <laughs> minus 1 from your dex. No, I, I rolled a 4. Oh, okay. As another watermelon cracks into him. This one doesn't explode, though. Zara... Uh, 18, I was close. Wait, what are you doing? I'm fighting him. Okay, just firing an arrow at him. I didn't know it! She didn't say anything. I'm sorry. Plus 16 is 32. Yeah. Okay. You fire this arrow, hit him square in the chest, and he drops. 